Engagement Radio. Representing East Coast Watchmen Radio. Radio. Things we want to do some uh, work there. Get the school of deliverance coming up there. But uh, that's right. Additionally, Rich is coming back with all new Fresh Watchmen Radio broadcast. I even heard Brother Sammy tonight call in. Welcome back, Brother Sammy. Yeah. And all those that are coming back around. You know, Rich, um, we were talking about this the other day. We hardly have anybody from the early days, it seems. But, you know, God sent us new people. You got Itlo. Brother Itlo, he's one of the uh, he's one of the veterans of Internet Radio still with us. And uh, But, hey, you know, word is spreading, though. Some people went away. They are coming back, and they said, well. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you're still going. Yes, folks, we wear a uh, a shirt with a capital P on there. It stands for perseverance. We've got to endure till the end. The same shall be saved. So we're like Motel 6. We left the light on for you. You may have went away for a while. Coming back, you're going to find Watchman Radio still here. Mega Man Radio is here. And um, we've joined forces in this end-time push to attack the host of hell. And, Rich, uh, you were just coming up with some brainstorms the other night you've got a plan on how to uh, win many souls that's right i got a, a plan uh i'm going to touch on that i also want to touch on a little bit of a word uh specifically what helped me get out of a uh pretty traumatic time this year so definitely going to touch on that um and also want to talk about operation mega soul winner which you're about Praise to launch. Yeah. Would you like to uh, open up the show in prayer? The mic is yours. Yeah. Father God, we thank you, God, for this broadcast. We thank you for the archives. We thank you, Omega Man, still going all these years, God. Bless the show. Bless his finances. Bless his family. Bless people listening in the room, Lord. God, by the yeah. presence and power and the fire of the Holy Spirit. God, we need the Holy Ghost. We can't make it without the Holy Spirit, Lord. Lead us, keep us, protect us, and shield us, but also send angels, God. We're asking for ministering angels, warring angels. God, you send your angel before us. That's the point, man. And then you got us as an angel behind us as a rear guard. You're our rear guard, but we got, we thank you, God, for the pillow by fire by night that we could see by the Holy Spirit and a pillow by cloud by day to keep us cool, Lord, and the refreshing manifestations of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before you get started, I need to just settle something here and dispel the rumors. Every time I play a song, uh, whether it be Itulo or Rich, everybody says, I didn't know you sang. That was not yeah. me singing, folk. I don't sing, nor play the guitar. God didn't give me that talent. You know, if he did give me the uh, the opportunity to uh, sing, I would ask him for a voice like uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. But then... And if he had given me six-foot height, folks, I probably wouldn't be here tonight. I'd be backslidden out there on the band circuit, so it's probably good he didn't give me those gifts. But nope, that's not the Omega Man singing or playing guitar. I don't have those talents. That was Richard Keltner. Tonight we played two of his songs, and Rich, you're coming up with some great music. We'll talk about that another time, but I just want to say uh, thank you to you and Edelo for yes. letting us uh, place your tracks. God really blessed you all with the uh, the gift to sing, write music, and play the electric horse. Over to you, my brother. Praise God. So I'm just going to run through some verses tonight. Specifically, many of you don't know, but this year I went through heavy demonic attacks uh, in the area of finances, in the area of health, several times. And, you know, I had my job for 15 years, six figures a year I was making. Lost that. This is all when we launched the... Um, uh, Crusade Center here in Long Island, which I talked to John today. We, he's going to look at the new building. That's rolling. We got new meetings coming, uh, great endeavors of the Lord. But that happened, um, you know, had that job a long time. And in the same exact time, I had a lower back injury. I mean, it was so bad that I couldn't even carry any equipment, you know, up the stairs for the meetings. Uh, couldn't uh, move particularly well. And what happened with that is um, I slowly got, I was healed of that. A lot of prayer went forth. 
But the second I got healed for the lower back, I then got a knee injury. It was just one thing after another. And this was going on months. So the job, wow. uh, the back, and then the leg. And you can ask Sheila Lozinski. I had a, ba- uh, a metal brace on when she met me. I was hobbling around. Uh, you know, it was horrifying because I'd be praying for people casting out demons. People would be coming up to me after the, after the meeting saying, can we pray for you? Because they saw me hopping. And this went on. I, I was wounded for um, four months with the knee injury, maybe a little less. And it was horrifying. I had a lot of people pray. My wife pray, obviously. And I just wasn't getting healed. And this is a situation that was dumbfounding to me. And I, I was confessing healing into myself and praying. And uh, I've been used in, in a lot of healing for knees and, and backs many times. So it's very confusing when, when you're used in an area and then you're, you're affected in that area. It's very uh, almost embarrassing, you know. It's like, uh, you know, I'm hopping around at the meetings. I'm wearing a, a metal, you know, black brace. So this is horrifying. And I finally got to it. I said, you know what? I just got to I gotta get this on my own. I, I have to... You get to a point... Listen, life is full of misery. Let's let's just be real. There's just traumatic things in our lives. And we have... Because Jesus said, in this world, you'll have trouble. So there's trouble. And we have to be ready for it with the word. And it's 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 almost been turned into a cliche. And for me, it was too. It was a cliche, almost becoming a cliche in a certain way where I would just say, amen, I'm... I'm, I'm Believe in God for a healing of my leg. And then I wake up still sick. And then I say, amen, I'm, I'm healed by the stripes, amen. And then I'm, I'm still sick. And this was going on for a long time, you know. And it wasn't until I finally uh, was reading uh, Two Kinds of Faith. And he, he goes into a great detail of, um, you know, not believing our senses. <coughs> How many out there know that there's revelation knowledge and then there's sense knowledge? Okay, we're spiritual people. So we have to block out every area of the natural and sense and hang on to revelation 100%. If we don't do that, we can get, we can delay what God has for us, number one. And number two, completely stunt what the word has availed to us. And this is what was happening to me. This is a personal experience I'm telling you about. So, I was really meditating on it, and of course I've I've studied faith before, and everybody pretty much thinks they're an expert in faith, and so did I, until I was wounded for these months. You know, I was brought to a place of a low place and I had to grip the word in a way that I've never done before. I had to rely on the word 100%. That's all I had left. And I felt that day when I, when I got healed that I had enough. I, I just, I told the Lord, I said, this is it. I woke up that morning, and I usually have to pull myself up the stairs. You know, thank God for railings. You don't think about railings much when you're able to mobilize good. But the railings actually helped me get out, get upstairs. And I would pull the, you know, the railing to get up. But that, that morning, I was, I was analyzing the two kinds of faith, sense knowledge, revelation knowledge. Now, sense knowledge transmits to you through feeling, seeing, tasting, smelling, and hearing. Right? And when you're going through a traumatic situation or looking at a traumatic situation, those are all manifestations of sense knowledge. You're getting knowledge from a sense. Now, We have to divide that and say, I don't care what that sense is telling me. 
I am going 100% over to the other side, and I'm just going to believe revelation knowledge. What is the word saying to me? What are the promises of God to me? And despite what you're seeing, despite what you're feeling, despite what you're hearing or smelling or tasting, reject. Because we don't walk by sight. Right? We don't walk by senses. We walk by what the Word of God says. Now, this morning I got up and I was just sitting there and I was just meditating on the Word of two kinds of faith and I'm saying, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess the Word of God, the stripes of Christ, have healed me and that's it. Because what else do I have? There's nothing else. You ever get to a place where there's nothing else? It's just you and the Word, which is the Lord. Now, this is the key, folks. Because you might get healed by laying on of hands. God might bless you with that. And for surely, that I've been healed and I've seen many healed that way. But God might bring you through a place where you have to get healed by the Word. There's multiple ways of healing. Amen. So, here's the deal. I sat up in the chair, and I looked down at my leg. I said, it's, it's, it's hurting, but I'm not, I reject it. I said, right now, in the name of Jesus, I lay claim to Isaiah 53 by the stripes of Christ. I am healed. I was healed, and I thank you for it, in Jesus' name. Just like that. And I activated the word. I activated it. You have to activate the word. You can't just imagine word. Now, my question is, do you believe the word of God is supernatural? That's my question. Do you believe the word of God is supernatural? Real simple question. It is supernatural. Jesus said in in John 6, verse 63, the words I speak unto you uh, are spirit and they are life. Now, the spirit is what brings life in situations and circumstances to rebuke death, rebuke sickness, pain, suffering, torment, despair, poverty, depression, and oppression, rebuked. Now, here's the key. The word has to be your weapon. It has to be your weapon. You have to answer every situation in your life with the word. Just get into the habit of it. Just start uttering the word. And watch what happens in your life. Because we get slack. Now, Jesus knew about this. We know for sure that he, in uh, Matthew 4, the devil came to him with the word. You see... The devil knows this too. The devil knows that he has to project the word himself. Because it know it, he knows it yields. He knows he could take advantage of many with the word. Because the word is power. So he came to Jesus in the wilderness in Matthew 4 with the word. He said, just, you know, don't worry. The Lord will command his angels to lift you. He was just quoting Psalms to the Lord, trying to wear down God with the word. The very thing that Jesus is about to do to him, the devil was doing. The, the devil was using the word. You see what I'm saying? The ultimate warfare going on right here. Jesus answered, It is written. Do not put the Lord your God into a test or temptation. Now, eventually, when you read this entire thing, the devil was worn down and said left for a season. Angels were dispatched to the Lord to minister to him. 
So the blessing here is when you do use the word and project it as a spiritual weapon, you will win, number one. You will wear down the devil. And check it out. He'll send angels to minister to you. It's right here. God's no respecter of persons. And right there, that word in itself, you can lay claim to that. You can lay claim to everything I just told you in this chapter of Matthew 4. You could say, God, I lay claim to Matthew 4. See how it's done? Look at this. I lay claim to the fact that I will rebuke the devil. I will win with the word because you did. And I am of your spirit. I am an ambassador for your kingdom. And I speak and I project the word at the devil and I will break him down. And I thank you, Lord, for the angels I'm going to receive to minister to me right now. Amen. Amen. And then you, then you thank the Lord. Then you thank the Lord. See, we forget that an offering of thanksgiving is key in many situations. And that's why it says an offering in the book of Psalms. It says an offering of thanksgiving, an offering of praise. Because sometimes you might be in such a low place that it really is an offering. I mean, you're, you're just, you're just, you've had it. You've had it. Like I was that day. I had it. But I thank God for the healing. You see? I thank God for the healing. That was a low place. But that was an offering of thanksgiving. Now, that's the formula of faith. A lot of people, it's all in James. That whole formula of faith is outlined right there. The secret outline is right there. In James chapter 1, verses 5 to 8. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and you will be given. It will be given to you. But, here's the key. When you ask, you must believe and not doubt. You see? And thanking the Lord already for it. So, that's the key. When we, when we speak the word, when we decree, we thank the word, for, we thank the Lord for the word. So we, we decree the word, we speak the word, we, we ask the Lord in this situation, we beseech for wisdom, then we, we don't doubt, we believe, and we say thank you Lord for wisdom. You, you offer a, a, an offering of thanksgiving. Amen? So, Matthew 11, verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall, whoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. You see, there it is again. But shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he saith. Now, notice the word saith there. This is the problem. People imagine the word, and they're not activating and triggering the word. You have to activate the word by saying the word, speaking the word. That morning, like I, like I laid claim to Isaiah 53. I laid claim for the word for healing, and what did I do? I thank the Lord for healing. It's got to be that way. It's the formula in James 1. The formula is right there. Believing, not doubting, thanking the Lord. You thank the Lord with an offering of thanksgiving. Amen? Because that's faith. That means, that means you believe that you received. You're showing the Lord, I believe it. I believe it so much, I thank you for it. Now here's the key. That morning, true story. I still couldn't walk. Now, also, the night before, I had a dream where I was running, and I had sneakers on. Now, that helped a lot, I'm going to admit. That was a word of knowledge. Dream, word of knowledge. So, I already had the dream, and I'm like, man, God, I'm healed. I saw myself healed. And you mix that in with the word, you got an explosive situation. Because you got a word of knowledge, I'm running in the dream. I got the word. 
You mix that together, you got a catalyst for something about to take place. And I knew it. I knew it. So what did I do? Hobbled upstairs. Did what I saw in the dream. I confessed the word. I decreed the word. I spoke the word. I thanked the Lord for the word, for healing me. Isaiah 53, 1 Peter 2.24. It says that you were healed. Past tense. Jesus said the work was done. Amen. It's already complete. So. Amen. Put the sneakers on. Went down the street. Hobbling. I said, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going for it. I'm healed. So I made the right turn by the lake. Now here's the key. This is the weird part. I had more pain. My leg, not only below the patella hurt, but it moved to the top. And I'm like, oh my God. This is, you know, in my mind, I'm saying, I'm, uh, I'm turning around. So the pain actually moved. And it got way worse. Like, unbelievable pain. So I started to turn around halfway over by the lake here and i said you know what i'm not i don't even care anymore i'm going for it i just turned and i kept walking i i did it again like i did in the morning i said lord i lay claim to isaiah 53 right now by the stripes of christ i am healed i was healed i thank you for it by your stripes i'm healed in jesus name and i kept walking i activate that word I activate that word right now over me. Your word is supernatural. It will yield. It yields. It has power. Your word is power. I spoke the word. I kept walking. Now here's the key. About 20 yards later, maybe a little less, boom, pain disappeared. (laughs) Gone. The pain vanished. I mean, all the pain. So, A lot of people looking for tingling, for heat, and sensations like that when you get healed. That is true. But you also might have more pain and still get healed. You just can't figure the Lord out sometimes. You might get heat and electricity and tingling and and coolness. Many times when we pray for people, they feel that. But in my case, I had more pain. And then I was healed. It's like the enemy was testing me, you see? Now... At that point, I, I, re- I walked two miles, came home, and I was healed for the day. And then in the morning, here we go again, I wake up in pain. Same thing. So I actually had to do it again. I did the same thing. I lay claim right now. I activate that word in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Christ, I am healed. I was fe- healed. I thank you for it. Lord, I thank you for healing me. Boom. Pain disappeared again. This is like a battle back and forth. The enemy, this is just like the wilderness with Jesus. The devil was coming. I was using the word. I was pushing the devil back and then walking out out of the trap. But if I didn't have the right projectile to fire at the enemy, I would go down. You have to speak the word. It says whatever he saith, speak the word. And I know you hear a lot of people, oh, you just confess the word, decree the word. But you have to, listen, the fervent prayer of a righteous avail much. Number one, live holy, fervent, get fervent, right? We want to get fervent. Elijah prayed fervently that it would not rain. We have to enter into a revelation of warfare, a warfare mindset. So in that case, Proverbs 4.22 says uh, that those that find, it says, keep the, the, all the word in your heart. Don't, don't take the word uh, out of your sight. But it also says to, to those that find those words, they are health to their bodies. That's in Proverbs 4.22. Now, also calling those things that are not as though they are. And when God called Abraham the father of many nations as a perfect example of speaking things that have not manifested yet as though they have. So we want to call those things that are not as though they are with the word. You know, I remember this testimony. I was reading a book many, many years ago. I believe it was um, Greater Works by Smith Wigglesworth. 
And in there, it was a testimony of a woman that had a giant goiter on her neck the size of a grapefruit. And Smith Wigglesworth prayed for her a year prior. And she said, I'm healed, I'm healed. And the goiter was still on her neck. This is, I believe, the greater works. And you know, this woman showed up at a meeting a year later, and there was a bunch of women there. They saw her walk in. They remembered her. And this is, I remember when I read this story, I'm like, man, this is really amazing in a way. You know, I mean, it's... So she came in. She still had the goiter. And she did it again. She said, I'm healed. I'm healed. Thank you, Lord. Like that. And the one of the women came up to her and said, don't you know you're not healed? You still have that thing. And at that moment, the, the, the woman with the goiter looked at the, the, the couple of women that were standing there and said, Lord, show them I'm healed. And the second she said that, the goiter disappeared. Just vanished. So what's that all about? Now, I'm going to find that text. But when you think about it, the natural is nothing to the Lord. He can manage the natural in any way he wants. But what he does require is faith. Because everything in the natural was created from the spirit realm. Right? The spirit realm, more power coming from that direction. Amen. Right? The things that were created were created for them from those things that are unseen. So how, how hard is it for the Lord to manifest in the natural? What's he require? He requires faith. The foundation of that is believing the word, speaking the word, hearing the word as you're speaking the word, and as you're hearing the word, your faith is escalating. Think about that. Faith cometh by hearing. The more you hear the word, the more you believe the word. I heard a preacher once say, "The more yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody repeats the same thing over and over, eventually you start believing it. Because many of us say we believe, but we might not believe. But when you're starting to program yourself, and you're beginning to stand on the word and project the word as a weapon, fighting for your life, fighting for others' lives, and Jesus used the word, remember that. If Jesus used the word at the devil and propelled him, we must dig into all the promises of God and start speaking them over our situations and circumstances. And the word of God says in Psalms 107.20, he sent his word and healed them. Okay, very important. The word being sent is the ultimate weapon. Anything that comes at you. And the devil will speak. Many years ago, I preached a word called the mouth of Satan. I'm going to find that one. That was a very popular one. It's called the mouth of Satan, which is a spirit that will inadvertently, every now and then, speak through somebody you know. And I go through the book of Job, where Job's wife said, curse God and die. That was the devil trying to persuade that situation. But you'll notice Peter also had the mouth of Satan flow through him. And Jesus said, Satan, I rebuke you. He, he knew the mouth of Satan was moving at that moment. And it wasn't Peter. Peter was being used for a second. Sometimes in life, you'll, somebody at work, somebody you know, friend, family, neighbor, the mouth of Satan could trigger. And boom, say something to you contrary to the word. Well, you're never going to have that. Well, you're not healed yet. You're not getting out of that. Well, you're going to be just like that person. Well, you're always like this. You know, the mouth of Satan is triggering. And then you'll notice that person, boom, snaps out of it. And it's like, you know, wow, what did I just hear? That was like a demon speaking out of that person. I remember years ago, back in 2000, I was in the streets ministering downtown. And um, I was ministering, um, 
uh, all the way down on on Second uh, Avenue, uh, the Bowery, and this guy out of nowhere, you know, this is the mouth of Satan. Let me show you how it works. I'm in the spirit. We're praising the Lord. We just prayed for a Hare Krishna guy. God is moving. It's like two in the morning, and it's a Saturday night in the summer, packed downtown, and. We're handing out tracks, praising the Lord. And during this time, my dog, my beloved dog, Reggie, God rest his soul, which I'll see soon, he was sick and had a kidney problem or uh, he just got an operation. And it was an expensive operation, uh, stones. So uh, I was out um, ministering. And this guy out of nowhere... I mean, I, I, somebody was there with me. Mike Rowell was there with me. He'll testify to what I'm telling you. He just walked up to me. He goes, I hope your dog dies. And then walked away like that. Just unbelievable. I was like, oh, my God. I got to get home to Reggie. I immediately started to waver. It was like unbelievable. The mouth of Satan was sent at me to, to, to divert me. At that exact moment. You see what I'm saying? We have to be on the lookout and use the word to to push back. Push back. Against, if somebody says you're never going to have nothing, or the devil's speaking to you. Oh, you, you don't have this, you don't have that. You just say, you know what? I lay claim to the word. I, I speak the word. It says, and my God will supply all my needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. How about that? And I thank you for it. Just do that. Just start picking the word apart in all these spots and sending it back at the devil. Right? Enemy comes up to you, uses the mouth of Satan. Boom, somebody blurts out something. And you're like, man, I recognize that. That's that's not that person. That's a demon. Because demons do this. I just give you an example of how it happened to me. Now, you, you, you say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, says the word. I speak it in Jesus' name. You know, just fire back at the enemy. Wear the devil down. And then thank the Lord for the angels that are going to come minister to you. Because we need angels. The God sent Yeshua, Jesus Christ angels. In the book of Matthew, we saw they came and ministered. After the war, there's blessing. The spoils of war. But this is all combat with the word of God. I'm not going to go into every word here. I'm going to continue a lot of this. But I wanted to give you a little of my testimony. Talk about about the mouth of Satan. I'm going to find that old show, which blessed many folks. And also recognize the enemy. How he's moving at certain situations and circumstances among crowds, somebody you know, that where a word is coming at you to try to thwart you. Something negative is flying your way that's contrary to the word. You immediately want to go into combat on that. If you had a dream and God showed you something, a revelation, and someone comes to spew on it, number one, cast not your pearls before swine. you got to guard a lot of things that the Lord gives you. But if, so, if, if a swine does come to try to rent it, you have to fight back. You have to protect the vision. You have to protect what the Lord has showed you. You need to protect the word that you're standing on and fight and keep moving the enemy back with the word. Now, Jesus had a, had a fight multiple times there with the word. It's not right away. There's warfare. Now, listen, you got to push back. You need to fire back. The Lord says the word is medicine. You know, medicine doesn't always heal in one dose. If you're going to put an ointment on, on a burn or, or something like that, you're going to put an ointment on there, a bomb of Gilead, you might have to apply multiple ministrations of that medication, that aloe or whatever you're using. The same thing with the word. It says the word is medicine. Don't take, leave them in your sight. Be ready. Be ready with the word. Keep them in your sight. Because they're medication to your to your body. I believe Proverbs 4.22. So, be ready. Fire back. Push back. Recognize the mouth of Satan. 
Because that's how the enemy flows. He did it to Jesus Christ. He used Peter. He did it to Job. He used his wife. Be ready to combat that spirit that's trying to take you down, trying to discourage you. You're going to prevail. You're going to prevail. You have to stand, fight, and push back and fire the word like a weapon. Fire it! That's right. I fired the word back at the devil. In Jesus' name, amen? I say amen. Folks, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. And we got to send it forth. Speak God's word. He's already said it. And like you said, Minister Rich, it is a supernatural word. God doesn't change. Same yesterday and today and forever. It's alive and real. And it will go out and accomplish what it's sent forth to do in Jesus' name. That's right. I'm honored to be here working with uh, my friend Richard Keltner, Watchman Radio. Rich, in uh, just a few minutes, I want you to tell people about the brainstorm God gave you for winning souls using technology today. Before you do that, give out your contact info, how people find you on YouTube so they can subscribe to your channel. And how do they support the ministry that you're doing? Okay, yeah. The Potomatic page, that, that show, Mouth of Satan, I believe is on there. If you go to nextcrusade.com, uh, that'll take you to the old pod page. You could probably find the old messages on there. I'm going to be uploading them to YouTube. Just go to nextcrusade.com. At the top is a PayPal link. Okay? If you want to call the ministry and uh, sow a seed over the phone or whatnot, you can call 631 you can go to strikethehead.com, and, and that'll take you to the Facebook feed. Some people have been going there and then finding me also on Facebook. Um, I post on there. So if you go to that that Facebook, you can find me. I'm That's me. It'll say Richard Kelton. Some people have been finding me there on my Facebook page also. But join the Strike the Head message board. I talked to John today. We're still moving forward with everything. Now, the... Um, WatchmenRadio.net, WatchmenRadio.net will take you to my YouTube, okay, Keltron777. Please join that page. I'm trying to ramp that up. All the old messages are going on there. And um, a lot of the old shows, you're going to hear shows way back, way, 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 way back, 2003. This is way, you know, way before uh, podcasting started, actually. And... um, True. Praise God. Yeah, praise God for that. At the top of nextcrusade.com is the PayPal link on the top if you feel you want to kick a brick on up to the work that we're doing. Now, you, you want to get into Operation Mega Soul Winner? Absolutely, okay. folks. Listen to this because we want you to become a part of this. Rich, uh, yes. give the game plan. Okay, so here's he, Operation Mega Soul Winner. Okay, now here's the deal. Back in 2005... This works. I know it works because we did this before. And thousands of folks were coming into the kingdom with us. Now, I found recently the original CD disc that we used to use. Caesar the Hell Disc guy. He used to have a website called FreeCDTracks.com. I don't know if he's still around. But we worked hand-in-hand with him for years. FreeCDTracks.com. And I just found the original disc on the uh, old hard drive. And that original disc that we used to send out was very effective. Very, very effective. Now, I know this works. Operation Mega Soul Winner is a global campaign where what we're going to do is interactively get everybody involved. Everybody involved in winning souls. Everybody. And this is going to be really interactive. It's going to be really exciting because what we're going to do is buy 20,000 USB thumb drives. And on these, we're going to put all those messages on hell, the salvation message like we used to have, and give them to folks to give out. Now, give them out in many ways. I remembered many years ago, back in 2004... You know, Trent Reznor had a fight with his record company. And he did the most effective thing. 
what he did was, to get the word out and his songs out, what he did was, he got thumb drives. This is when thumb drives were expensive, but we can get them for China in masses now. And he used to send out a lot of his fan base to tape up USB drives with a piece of tape uh, and truck stops. Back then, maybe payphones were still around and bathrooms and bathroom stalls. And he got... I remember look, watching the news and people were finding them and I'm like, man, that really worked. Because the mystery's there. You don't know what you're looking at. The mystery's there. You want to take it. You want to take it home. You want to check it out. And that mystery is enough to trigger the fear of God on someone. And shake them out of a situation or the love of God to transfer from the messages that we're going to load on these thumb drives. Now, it's going to get everybody involved. We can interactively plant. I might go out one night and plant six or seven, take a picture, or even call into a Mega Man Live on the air as we're planting them. Now, I remember years ago, we did them with FreeCDTracks.com. And we were getting people calling in from all over the world. I mean, we were sending out, I think Caesar was doing 2,000 a day, 3,000 a day. So I know it works because it's worked in the past. And I know the plan with the USB uh, covert operation of embedding and planting. I know that works too. Because Trent Reznor did it. So this thing got me thinking when I heard a Mega Man on the other night talking about all the souls, the billions. I sound like a rock there for a minute. But there's millions. My, huh? 7.7 billion people walking the globe. I don't even think 10% are saved, friends. How many could be if we could reach them? Right. And, Rich, this is not something that... Uh, you haven't tried before. You have done this and been successful. You're bringing it back for a digital age. And want to repeat this, folks, but take it to the next whole level, right, with USB sticks? Absolutely, yes. And, you know, it's even easier because Caesar used to take a long time back then to burn the discs. He had a tower burner back then, and they were expensive. And he was able to burn, I don't remember, but a multiple at a time. He was just a blessed brother. I wonder if he's still around. But this operation works. Caesar the Hell, this guy, was a uh, a great instrument and watchman radio in its infancy. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. And, um, what? you know, this definitely worked. He was very successful with it. So basically, you would be doing... Uh, the same thing, but with a USB drive, loading this up with uh, testimonies of hell. Yes, uh, I actually found the desk. I found the original disc. I have it. Wow. I have it right here. And people could order these from you, and then you take a bunch of these folks, and you go down to McDonald's, you go to Burger King, you go to Starbucks, you go to the Walmart, any place that's got a bathroom. Take a picture. You take right. Carry a little bit of uh, scotch, uh, a tape in your in your pocket. You can buy a roll of it up at Home Depot, and you go up there and you walk into the bathroom stalls and on the wall, and you tape these things there. Someone sits down on the toilet and they look up and they say, "What is this? There's a USB drive. What's this doing?" That's right. Someone taped it to the back of the stall. Now, folks, would you take it? I would. I would wonder if they had some Swiss bank accounts on it. It works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you take it home and you plug it in. It's like the famous chick tracks. People see them and they have to pick it up and see what this is about. It worked before. It could work again. Now, how would the people out there uh, get involved with this? What would they do if they want to pass it? Well, you know, it's all in the infancy. We just discussed it today. Obviously, we're going to be giving these out free because we're going to be buying uh, a massive. uh, We're going to be buying a massive load. Luckily, I'm in New York, so a lot of these Chinese. like the Faith Radio I used to give out years ago. We gave out about 1,500 Faith Radios. That was a right. big... I, You know, I still have some left in the box. But we gave out a lot of those radios. And 
I was lucky that I finally found a guy on eBay because I was buying them on eBay. And the one guy just said, why don't you just get them from my shop in, in Brooklyn? Because they have the port over here. So I was able to get them direct uh, right out of Brooklyn uh, on the piers. A lot of the, the Chinese uh, ships come in. And uh, I was able to get them at a good price. I, I reckon that's going to happen again, where we're going to be able to buy a mass. And you could burn multiple on a tree, a uh, USB tree. You could burn 20, 30 at a time on a fast computer, USB 3.0, and uh, be able to get these out. And I, I just believe that this is going to be one of the most ultimate soul-winning campaigns you know, specifically because I have the original Hell Disk, and I know that Hell Disk, the way Caesar set it up, is just so impacting. It's a very impacting way he did it. He's got a little of David Wilkerson on there. Um, it's just unreal, highly anointed. The anointing on it really gets your attention. So, friends, what you could do is uh, Rich, for example, set up a peel box. Uh, for example, you write in or you call in with your address, and we'll ship you out a quantity of these, and all you got to do is go out there and distribute them and tape them. That's right. Go into bookstores, tape them, folks. Get the word out. All we would probably ask you to do is just cover the cost of the shipping because naturally it's going to cost um, a couple bucks to drop it in the mail, put it in an envelope, get them there to you. Now, how would this thing be funded? Well, through free will love offerings. So let's say someone out there says, hey, I like what you're doing. I want to get in involved in this because I know that there's going to be people that are one. This is a missions effort, and I want those souls on my uh, record in heaven as well. Well, you can give a love offering. It's, it's total, totally driven by love offerings. And uh, I'm going to invest in it, Rich. I'll support your work there, brother. I think this is a fantastic thing to do. I want to see some souls won. Yet another way we can win souls and reach people, folks. Yes. You say, well, I would like to win people, but I'm shy. And, you know, I just uh, can't see myself going up to a stranger on the street. Okay. Then f- fund an operation like this. Right. We'll could, could you speak in right. your hand. Could you, covertly, could you covertly, if I gave you 20 USB drives loaded with anointed messages to win souls, could you covertly just tape one of them up for me? at a Chili's bathroom or in a gas station. Could you do that? Because that would be sowing the seat, the word. We'd be sowing the word. I mean, this campaign could take off. Okay, freecdtracks.com took off. That was all free. We just operated on donation. But, um, you know, we've done this before, and it was highly, highly effective. And it's all about souls at the end of the day. Right? Do you know the same technique is being used to get it, get the gospel into North Korea? It was until they put a 25-kilometer buffer zone around both sides. People were taking bags of USB sticks, hooking them to a hot air balloon, and they would drift over the border, go into North Korea, and then eventually they would drop and disperse, and people would grab them. They have devices over there to, uh, to play MP3s. You get caught, you go to a prison or go to, uh, to your death. This is serious business, but folks, is it worth it to win souls? Is not soul winning supposed to be something we're all involved in? The people we don't win, they end up in hell, folks. Right. Um, right. What excuses will we make for not doing our job? Well, I didn't want to offend you. I hope you'll forgive me. You're in hell, but I hope you'll understand. Uh, God, I, I was uh, ashamed I couldn't go out and talk to anybody. Well, then, folks, give them a USB drive, for goodness sakes. Tape it to a bathroom wall. You know, I used to take and drop my cards for the Mega Man show. I'd just walk around and hand them out everywhere I went. Go through a drive through hand them. Some, they look at me funny. You can hand someone as you're buying a cheeseburger. Give them a USB drive. You can tape them up. Distribute them however you want to. But the point is, we want to get this word out there, and I believe it's going to bear fruit. Uh, Rich, this is an exciting uh operation you want to launch and i'll back you on it also uh before we close folks stay tuned tom mack and then earthquake kelly coming up later amen rich uh tell us about your meetings in midtown when do you project uh, you and john ramirez will have your next meeting spoke to john today 
and he's uh, going to check the building. We already had Peter uh, go check it out. We got a little problem there with a Black Lives Matter sign out front. But uh, we're going to be dealing with that because they also rent the building. It's just demonic. Uh, but people. Yeah, they're over there. And uh, it's a big building, seat 650, 650 seats. And we're looking at early spring. I talked to JR today, and uh, it's all on track. It's Listen, once this kicks off, there's nothing stopping this train. This is going to be hardcore. Uh, we've done meetings in Manhattan before. You know, this is nothing new. The only thing new is it's a bigger building, and I, it's by faith. Because if we packed out the other buildings years ago, I'm just going for bigger. You know, why shouldn't I? You know, God will enlarge, you know, the, the, the border of your tent. If you ask, sometimes you just got to ask the Lord. It's really simple. Thank the Lord, ask the Lord, confess the word, thank the word for the word. The word is power, it's spirit and life. Remember that. We got to keep badgering the enemy back with the word. Amen. Folks, you can be a part of this. You know what? That's exactly where we want to hold meetings rich in a That's place right. where, you know, you may consider it hostile territory. Hey, that's who we want to win for, for Christ, the M people, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, those that uh, are not ready to meet Jesus tonight. Who else are we going for? Uh, there's the also, yeah, there's also homosexual flags up in there. John don't care. We're, we're going right in there. We're going to uh, preach to the homosexuals. We don't care. We're going to win them, too, and we're taking back the flag. Abs- I mean, taking back the rainbow, too. I'm not letting anybody steal my rainbow. Folks, you can be a part of this. Uh, Rich, how can they give to the War Chest? War Chest, uh, nextcrusade.com at the top. Or, uh, like I said, you can call up anytime, 631-627-1231. Uh, but, again, Next Crusade on the top is, a, is a, a money bomb link there to help kick a brick on up to these works. And there's multiple works going on. We have Operation Mega Soul Winner going, which is probably going to be one of the biggest evangelistic outreaches uh, since we did free CD tracks many years ago which thousands upon thousands of these went out. How would you like to be a part of that, where, you know, you get to heaven and somebody got that USB drive that you taped up in that gas station? And and, and you're shown that person was saved by you sowing that word. How would you like that? How would you like to, to reap souls? I remember a season that held this guy all, for many years. The main verse that he operated that entire ministry on was... Uh, he who wins souls is wise. That's what he. That's what he based that entire ministry on. I remember that. You know, a thought just occurred to me. You know, what we can do too to promote these meetings. We can put. We can print up an advertisement card, both sides in color. Costs about twenty dollars for a thousand. We'll get the business cards. Folks, we'll send those out too. If there's someone out there that says, "Hey, I want to promote these meetings," we'll send you a box of cards. Hand them out all over your city. Everywhere. There'll be something that people will see and they'll say, hey, what's this? I am going to hang out of this. There's some value of this. And it'll be the information on the next meeting. We're going to promote these things heavy. I'm looking forward to partnering with you, brother. And uh, we're going to do a school together, folks. This year, Joseph Jasinski is coming to New York City, first time ever in America. We've already got uh, about $1,200 in the war chest to send Brother Richard to book that location. We get a little bit more. We'll be able to bring Brother Joseph in. Richard's going to run the meeting. We're going to broadcast it worldwide over the net. If we can't stream it live, we'll do it after the fact, but we'll record it. So this is something you can get involved in anywhere around the world. Once again, go to nextcrusade.com. And, folks, join us every Saturday night for the Demon Hotline. That's right. Saturday night. We'll see you Saturday night, brother. Okay. God bless. God bless, brother.